Hello guys, welcome back to the last segment of this lengthy episode regarding the review of IPL matches here. So we're going to start off with the 26th match that happened on 16th of April, double header, starting off with LSG versus Mumbai Indians. Uh, so Mumbai won the toss, twist to bowl yet again. So batting first, I think LSG got their opening properly sorted with KL Rahul hitting a century. Such an applaudable innings. I mean, what a guy he is. Certainly, what a class guy. Rest of them contributed their part. Takeoff 24 and 13. Manish Pandey 38 and 29. Stern is not so much, but uh, Deepak Huda 15 of 8. So, I guess it's pretty, you know, overall batting well effort from LSG with 199 on board. And uh, to that reply, how did Mumbai respond? Ah, not so great yet again. So, I mean, guys, it's pretty evident if you ask me because see, Mumbai lost all of their core, important core, than their thought. Not even joking to an extent. So, going to the Mumbai's batting approach, they did lose Ishan and Rohit for very cheap. I mean, Ishan getting out for less balls, I mean, less runs is something, but taking more balls and with strike rate less than 80 is something disgusting. Not disgusting, but sad. Will Deval Brovis yet again a very quick fire knock in power play to 31 of 13? Surya Kumar Yadav 37 of 27. Tilak Verma 26 of 26. Polar 25 of 14. The innings never got going at any point, guys. I mean, the chase was never on, especially after the first two wickets. So, I guess, I mean, still, as Mumbai Indians didn't bring Tim David back into the squad, they should bring him. They need some batting depth. Well, they did get Fabian Allen into this, but he's good with he's good on the field, and the fielding, the fielding with Mumbai Indians didn't help anyone, guys. And it's high time they changed the batting. I mean, the bowling also. Uh, Timal Mills went for 54 and 3 overs. Fabian Allen though took a wicket, but guys, 11.5 economy. It does I mean, Tim David can actually bowl with the same economy, but he can bat also. So why not go for him? I think it's high time they should go with Mayank Varkhande instead of Murugan Ashwin because he's not effective. And surprisingly, they removed, uh, you know, Basil Thampi, the one who got them wickets actually, though he was conceding a lot. Well, his replacement kind of, uh, not exactly like to like, but the one who bowled four overs went for 46. Well, Basil would have gone only for 40. And he would have taken a couple of wickets more. What are you doing, Mumbai Indians? So the talking point for me regarding this LSG versus MI is uh, LSG's KL Rahul playing uh, Captain's Knock with 100. And with Mumbai Indians, what is the template? Who they want to play with? They are like literally one step away from getting eliminated in the tournament. They are winless in six games. All the six games they are defeated. And they have won toss in four of them, I guess. So, I don't know what else they can do to win. The players are there, the quality is there, the coaching staff is there, the history is there, the potential is there, but still something is missing. Well, I guess Lord Sherman is actually feeling the blunt of the burden regarding the captain C because he is now the, how to say, the form, captain for all the formats for the Indian cricket and obviously IPL. So, I think he should feel a bit about how Virat Kohli would have felt all these years now. Well, nice luck going forward, huh? Then comes to the Saturday's night, second game, RCB versus DC, guys, where DC won the toss, made RCB back first. RCB had a pretty 
average no bad start anuj rawat gone for a golden duck duplessy going for 8 and kohli going for 12 i mean if you have all your top three batsmen going for 20 runs and they took 25 balls you are bound to get screwed but maxwell did the repair work he literally hit 655 of 34 by making the run rate go till 8 by the time he departed prabhudasa had a failure of 675 well guys this is the turning point according to me shahbaz ahmed versus dinesh kartik sorry and dinesh kartik shahbaz ahmed plays a standing supporting role with a rate of 21 not out and dinesh kartik literally fucking around with delhi's bowlers at the end i don't know somehow the 160 seemed impossible but rcb had 189 on the board when mustafizur was literally looked like how to say a school kid he literally was taken for cleaners by dinesh kartik delhi even delhi can actually use other bowlers too when michel marsh was there in the squad that game but i don't know why they didn't use him they only went with five bowlers kuldeep yadav went for a plenty mustafizur went for a plenty takpur is decent kalil ahmed is obviously nine is kalil six Like if he's considering at the right, you know, the rate of nine, and he gets you one wicket, I mean, Kalil has done a good job. Coming to the chase, DC actually never got properly going with Vishal departing in the third over, and even Warner actually Warner stood good. I mean, he's back to form, I guess, with sixty-six and thirty-eight. Oh boy, I can't wait for the DC versus the Sarish game, man. And Mitchell Marsh, it's not a failure; it's utter failure. Fourteen and twenty-four, like bro, score fourteen and fourteen and go. It's okay, but why twenty-four balls? that actually climbed the you know pressure on warner to go after he did go after but mitchell marsh departed and that added even more pressure on warner and he departed punt tried to hit around he hit 34 after punt is gone i don't know why what roman powell is doing in the squad i mean i think norge would have been better addition because they can actually have an extra batter well bowler at the death so he was pretty you know how phenomenal he was in the last couple of season for them I mean, there's a reason they chose Orjia instead of Kagiso Rabada. But after that, the batting faltered, guys. Like bits and pieces here and there. So they eventually managed to make 173. Well, see, this is what I like about RCB. They use their fifth and sixth bowling options pretty economically. Knowing Warner was playing, Duplessis got Glenn Maxwell onto the attack, and he can can see he did not take a wicket, but he can get only 14 in two. The economy of seven. So that it's like so the. Captain is having his fifth bowler. Need not, you know, need not bowl out all his overs. So obviously, Shahbaz Ahmed bowled only two. So, so talking about the important bowling and contributions, guys. Well, Hashim Patel came back and he went for a plenty, but it's quite understandable considering the emotional trauma he's been in. So it's okay because considering the match is already tied up, and he's unlucky too with all the edges and all the edges flying around. And Josh Hazlewood amongst the wickets, twenty-eight of three. This guy is turning out to be an asset for. RCB and even Siraj is economical 7.8 only. The way he started out the tournament with all 10 and 11 above, it's pretty economical. And Hasan is turning out to be a pretty much failure because he really can't bowl against left-handers. I don't know who God knows what. So the talking point for uh, RCB for my side is the Dinesh Karthik. I mean, what is KKR doing? I mean, what were they doing last time? Maybe the presence of Russell didn't exactly fit DK or this DK into those plans. Well, someone's also the Elswans gains, so DK is awesome now for RCB and no going back. And Delhi Capitals, well, I won't be too harsh on them because Mitchell Marsh just landed and he right now he is got a COVID, so it's okay that I hope he recovers very quickly. 
so it's okay still but still the squading balance is pretty out there though they are having one of the deepest squads in the tournament somehow their decision to buy only seven foreign players seems to be coming back and biting them with roman pogel not exactly lighting up and michel mas not available and orgia somehow they are not preferring to play him so this is my talking point the template for rcb and dks pyrotechnics sorry template for dc and dks pyrotechnics for rcb so guys heading over to the sunday's matches we have sunrisers taking over pbks where mayank agarwal miss, missing and sunrisers yet again won the toss as we know it's just a bowl so same thing i mean sunrisers stuck to the template they made sure that none of the batsmen got going so that's the one thing if the other bats one batsman is actually hitting them they're making sure the batsman is not being on strike for the most of the time well livingston stayed till 19 18.5 and he managed to face only 33 deliveries and in those 33 managed to score tremendous 60 each and every other batsman failed i mean sharukh khan stayed till and scored only 26 of 28 davan 8 of 11 mayank's replacement prab simran for 14 of 11 bairs to 12 of 10 Jitesh Sharma 11 of 8, Odians with 13 of 15. So guys, I mean, these scores won't help you. Only Livingston, Livingston is the only gigantic difference. I mean, if he is not there, the score wouldn't have reached 120 if you ask me. Summit of the other team scored only 84 and 87 balls. So it's very bad for Punjab Kings. They hit and uh, you know go forward approach didn't work against Sunrisers because of the quality and the variety the Sunrisers bowling possess. Coming to the Punjab's bowling in this game, all of them sucked except Rahul Jar. Each one of them sucked. God knows why. Before talking about the bowling, uh, so the 151, the innings, I mean the over which was highlighted is Umran Malik's last over. I mean it's pretty evident that Umran Malik was never trusted with the final over, considering you know, obviously batsmen go after in the final over, so he used to drop up his bowling prior. But I think his line and change in line and length seems to have impressed the. The captain came, so he gave him the final over, and boy, he took a wicket maiden. I mean, he took three wickets, four for team, one run out included, and it's a maiden over. It's only the fourth time in the IPL history it happened, and his pace is too tough for the tailenders to contain to even keep the bat, you know, to hit the ball. If he manages to keep his line and length proper, and he can bowl one forty-five plus pace, he is going to be an asset for Indian team in further. And even for Sunrisers Hyderabad, and a good thing for Sunrisers Hyderabad in this game is Bhuvneshwar Kumar is back amongst the wickets. I mean, I think he is my man of the match, guys. He made sure in his final over he got rid of Odian Smith and the dangerous Livingstone. Marco Janssen unfortunately went for runs, and even Natarajan went for runs. But Suchit is economical, but sadly Suchit won't be playing around because uh, the injury for Washington Sundar will be healing by the next time when they play, I guess. So. Still, he did do his contribution, but I do think Sarich will revert back, will come back with an extra spinner as a later and going to the dry pitches that are going to be the case. Because coming to the batting, chasing 152 never should be complicated for Sunrisers Hyderabad, but somehow they made it because Williamson had a consecutive second failure. He made three of nine. Abhishek Sharma, I mean, see, Abhishek Sharma is hitting 30 runs with 125 per strike. I'll take it. It's good. Tripathi, I mean, I thought actually things will get complicated when Tripathi was gone for 34 in 22, but Makram came, Sturt, Puran came, Sturt, Puran really played a sensible knock. 35 of 30 might think what are they doing, but see that's the point here. They're not going for glory here. They're just going to make sure the team gets on board. 
I mean, imagine the pain of Shashank Singh. He's been in the squad for the four games and once he never got a bat. And he's a batsman. So, I mean, that's pretty sad for Shashank Singh if you ask me. But see, that also speaks to, you know, the calculative approach the batsmen of SRH are doing. So, this kind of calculative approach can be good if the score is 180. What about if the score is in excess of 200? But again, their bowling attack is too good for that to happen. Well, unless if they have an off day like what happened in the opening day regarding against Rajasthan Royals. So guys, I mean, Punjab's bowling though, all of them went for okay, 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 audience for this economical and he bowled only one over. Ah, I guess. When the pitch was a bit spin friendly, I guess. So they went with Livingston, couple of overs with Livingstone, but uh, the batsman went after him anyway. So guys, overall a good game for SRH again and again, as I told, inconsistent Punjab Kings. Sadly, so we're going on to the final game on that Sunday. We got CSK versus GT. Uh, what should I say about this, guys? I mean, this is, I think, the game of the tournament for me, if you ask me. Legit game of the tournament, guys. So batting for CSK, good, uh, good thing for them is Guturaj Gaikwad is back amongst the runs. And even Raidu is back amongst the runs and rare failures from Dubai. And Jadeja filled up. And I think they made 169, which is apparently enough on this pitch. But Gujarat Titans had other plans. Their opening failed. Gil gone for a duck. Vijay Shankar gone for a duck. Why is Vijay Shankar playing, guys? I mean, come on, guys. Don't be kidding yourselves. I have seen him at SRH and I'm seeing him now. I've seen him at Delhi too. No, guys, never. Just Vijay Shankar, no, no, no. Please, no. Abhinav Manohar failed. So, I mean, things were looking so bleaky with even Tevatia failing, guys. At one point, the required end was 14 and it was like out of reach and Miller stood. I mean, Miller just hoping he was hitting runs, he was making sure the required it doesn't get too high, it's almost impossible to reach. And then came Chris Zordon's over where Rashid Khan literally took him out for cleaners and where overall Rashid Khan hit 40 of 21. I think that boost from Rashid actually helped Miller to keep calm and stay composed. So, I mean, the match was pretty over, guys, if you ask me, because see, by the end of, uh, see, how much to win, at the end of three overs left, they still needed how, how, how? I mean, no due so much. Uh, I think around three was 54 something. Then came Zordon and he gave literally 25 runs. Rashid Khan, as I mentioned. Dwayne Driver came, tried to minimize the damage. He gave only 10, but took a couple of wickets. So, final over, heading into the final over. Oh, Captain again trusted Zordon here. So, final over though, it's still uh, how to say. Uh, how much to need? I mean, still enough runs were needed, like in 14 runs or 15 runs were needed, and two ball dots. Everyone thought Jordan would have actually got it, but third ball he missed the full toss, went for a six. You missed the Yorker, went for a full toss, and the ball was gone for a six. Then fourth ball, maybe it would have been good, but Jordan bowled a no height, no ball, no ball for the height with no due. I mean, I don't know what to make of it. The period was a four and Obviously, uh, only two or th- two runs required. Miller actually took those two runs. So I think whoever is betting on this game against uh, Gujarat are literally bankrupt. Kind of like me, in a way. So Gujarat Titans, I mean, see, this is the one thing I like about Gujarat Titans. I still stand to prove to my words. They don't have the strongest players, but still they may, they may have the strongest team. Because if one fails, one steps up. The previous game, you have seen Har- Hardik Pandya stepping up. And in this game, we have seen Miller doing it. In previous game to that, we have seen who? 
Tevate doing it. I mean, one of the other is taking responsibility, guys, and this is what matters at the end. And my talking point regarding Gujarat is this: Miller, what a guy! I mean, that this innings got back nostalgia, man. The way he hit for century against RCB long back. I mean, he struggled ever since moving to Rajasthan Royals, and even his last year at Punjab. And even I thought this. I mean, I really thought he won't even get a chance to play in this playing eleven. But boy, he's playing. He literally played the knock of his life. Fiasco. Such a great guy. And coming to the CSK, well, I think they need to play RCB every week to win. This boy, they sucked. And one more win, I think they'll be almost out of elimination. Near the nearing the elimination. So guys, that's the wrap for the Sunday's game. So now we have only two more left in form of uh, how RR versus KKR and RCB versus LSG. Going with RR versus KKR, well, we have seen another century here. Boy, Josh Butler, what a form he is in. Well, I highly doubt whether he can reach the VK's record of 971, but still, he can actually break the top five barrier for the orange cap in the orange cap history. If you ask me. Samson also was on fire this game. And again, see, inconsistent, but see the way he gets out. The inconsistent, what I say is the way he gets out. Class batsman, highly rated batsman like him won't get out like that. Same thing happened, but still, he made a very valuable 38 of 19. Padikal, okay, okay, yet again 24. I mean, see, it's okay for Padikal to play like this if, I mean, if Josh Butler is going after. Again, yet another half century, almost half century for Butler in power play. Hitmeyer with the finishing kind of touches, 26 of 13. Maybe they should have had 230, but 217 is still very high. And with due around one side of the pitch shorter, so one side of the ground shorter, KKR did back their chances and boy, the Finch, I mean, Finch had his redemption at the end. Naren went for a diamond duck, lol, why did they send him up again? Didn't they learn the lesson from two years ago, three years ago? Shahzair playing the captain's knock and he literally stayed till almost the end, but still couldn't get them through. And guys, this is where the problem for KKR, the inconsistency. The other batsman scores after Nitish Rana. So 18 is Russell 0, Ayer 6 of 7, Jackson 8 of 8, Mavi 0 of 1, Kamin 0 of 1, Umesh 21 of 9. Well, Umesh is an exception here, but why are you relying on Umesh to bat? However, I mean, the match was on until the Charles over in the 17th over, 18th over. Boy, Charles took 4 wickets in that over and literally turned the tires. I mean, he got both. He got hold of both the Ayers, he got hold of Shivam Mabi, he got hold of Cummins. I don't get it when a settled batsman like Shreyas Ayer, right-hander, was gone in Chahal's over. What made Shivam Mabi think he can clear the line? Why can't he play out that over with knowing that Cummins is yet to come after him? Why can't he go after the pace bowlers after that? With knowing that, you know, Obed McCoy is still yet to bowl in over. They can actually take calculated risk against him. They didn't do that. They paid the price. I mean, this is a match where KKR should have won. But still, they lost by seven runs. The only difference here is like, just simple guys. Charles splendid tremendous over. And Charles literally was taking for cleaners. His first three overs stats were 39 for one. So 39 for one, yes. Three overs. First four itself, he was taking for 19 runs, I guess. What a comeback. What a guy. What a aggression he's having. Very less positives for KKR though, because this middle order is not functioning. This middle order is supposed to be one of the scariest middle orders with Tishana, Razil, Cummins, Naren also to an extent if you keep. So 
I mean, my take, talking point for Rajasthan Royals is Chahal. I mean, how often do you see a man, you know, batsman having a century, his team winning, and he's not getting the man of the match? Wow. So, that one over by Chahal proves to be that important, guys. Coming to that KKR's point of view, if you ask me, guys, I mean, same again, the middle order, if you ask me. I mean, just pretty much simple. Middle order is not clicking, and they should find a way around it. And, Honestly, it's all when I mean, they don't really have much of rotation. Only Sam Williams can come in, but again, he seems to be struggling in that floating role. So, unless they find their form quick, I don't think so. KKR can be at peace. So, the 31st game, which happened on 19th of April, guys, RCB versus LSG. Well, LSG won the toss, made RCB bat. Well, Duplessis came back with stronger after recent failures. He hit 96, guys, and Maxwell. Okay, uh, Virat Kohli, Golden Duck boy, what I have to go through to see Virat Kohli failing, man. I mean, I hate it. I mean, if someone says that in 2016 Virat will play like this in four or five years, his luck will be this, that, man, I would have been crying, man. I mean, I wouldn't have believed it. Well, hopefully, this is just a passing phase, and as the captaincy burden is over, I think he'll eventually find back his mojo and obviously enthrall everyone who are his fans or, you know, the general neutral audience too. Well, again, Prabhudesa had other failure and uh, Shehbaz Ahmad yet again underrated knock on Dinesh Karthik. Okay, knock. I mean, I think at the end, Dinesh Karthik is not exactly trying to finish but give more opportunities for Duplessis to finish his 100. But unfortunately, in holders bowling in the final over, Duplessis was caught out. Well, it's not exactly selfish move by Duplessis, but still, I mean, it's courtesy from DK because obviously, even Duplessis can hit considering he stayed for 20 overs almost in that innings. Coming to the chase, Decock was literally trapped by Hazelwood I mean, with Maxi and DK having some kind of telepathic relationship where DK dived but chose to let Maxi take it and Maxi understood that and took it. Slip catch. Rahul went for a clever review by RCB. Lol, Manish Pandey yet another failure. Prunal Pandey surprisingly good at batting yesterday. And the rest of them, I mean, I think playing Deepak could dart down the order doesn't make sense. And again, I mean, see, as I always have a problem with LSG's batting order. Make things simple. Keep it simple. Why do you want to overthink and overscrew everything? I'll tell you the, what is the best batting lineup you should have. Deacock, Rahul, Manish Pandey, Stoinis, Deepak Hoda, Prunal Pandya, Aish Badoni, Holder. Makes sense. It's pretty simple. Or if you want to keep Gautam in, yeah, get Gautam in, take Aish Badoni out, keep Holder, promote Holder ahead. Well, while chasing, they never got it going at any point. All of them contributing here, bits and there, and they ended up with 163 for it. Okay, the talking point regarding this game for RCB is Duplessis back to form. Rare failures from Virat Kohli, and LSG is their batting order yet again. So, in one, it is a chaseable if you're chasing, if you ask me. I hope, I guess, I hope things will change for both the teams, and for LSG at least. I mean, they are one of the best teams on paper, at least, but still, they're struggling a lot. So guys, this is it from me. I think I have updated you with all the games which happened till now. So I'll be from here on. I think I'll try to be on spot regarding the you know the frequency of episodes and the timing after the matches or two. Definitely won't be two weeks ahead for sure. Lol. So guys, thank you for subscribing. Uh, I'll be back with more awesome content. Stay tuned.